Hello and welcome to the Friends of the Firm podcast. We hope to provide you with creative, effective solutions for finding the career opportunities or executive staffing solutions that you're looking for. I'm your host, Dave Plasco, and with us is Isabella Brilliant, Friends of the Firm Administrator and Human Resources Specialist. Today, we'll discuss with Isabella her five proven tips for successful networking. Isabella, hello. Dave, good to see you. Thanks so much for having me today. So I must admit personally, networking and all of the related small talk that goes along with it, that, that's something that paralyzes me. Um, and I don't think I'm alone in that regard. So what is it that you think intimidates people so much when it comes to networking? I think it's a lot of things. I think naturally, as humans, we're all a little bit afraid of rejection. I think we're afraid of walking up to someone we don't know and being shut down. I mean, personally or professionally, that's a scary thing. I think maybe we're all a little bit worried about not having anything to say or not having anything interesting to say or not being able to add value to another person. But I think once we move past that and Mm -hmm. once we have the faith in ourselves that we have things to offer to the world and recognize that potential, networking becomes exponentially easier. So obviously networking is is as much, if not more, an art than it is a science. And certainly everyone has his or her own networking style. What tips do you use? What works for you? So I had to learn how to be a good networker very quickly when I transitioned from the firm's tax group to human resources and then to friends of the firm. So I was moving from using a lot of technical skills to using a lot of soft skills, essentially overnight. Mm -hmm. So thankfully, I've been able to compile some really helpful tips that I've picked up from my mentors and just from trial and error that I think could help anybody, especially someone who isn't necessarily natural at networking. So the first tip I have is to have a plan. So determine what type of individuals you want to network with and why. The second tip is to listen more than you talk in your interactions. You can't add value successfully if you spend the majority of your time talking, so make a conscious effort to listen. Um, The third is networking relationships are a living thing. Nurture them, cultivate them, treat them as something that grows and expands over time. Everyone's super busy and has a lot going on, so take the time and set reminders to check in with your contacts and just keep the relationship alive and from fizzling out. The fourth one I have is reflect on how you can add value to those with whom you're trying to network without necessarily expecting anything from in return from them. And then my last tip is to just be patient. The best and most lucrative relationships do not happen overnight. They take time to build and, you know, it's really important to not give up on relationships too quickly because everyone has their own pace in which they establish relationships. Good. All, all good tips and, and something that we can all benefit from. Um, So to help put it in perspective and into practice for our listeners, give us a real-world example, you know, where where these came into play, the situation, the outcome, so forth. Yeah, absolutely. So I went to an event in May of 2019 at Temple University. We, Eisner Amper, attended this event to promote our diversity and inclusion initiatives as well as to scope out some talent we normally wouldn't find in our recruiting channels. So that was our plan. While we were there, I met a woman that I felt super connected to instantly. We just had a really good thing going right from the start. For privacy purposes, we can just call her Jane for now. So Jane and I had a lot in common, and she was super interested in potentially making the jump to public accounting from working in industry for a number of years. So that was definitely not traditional for our recruiting channels. 
So after we spoke at the event, I gave her my contact info and I encouraged her to reach out to me with any questions or just to continue our conversation. So Jane at the event did the majority of the talking. All I did was try to be supportive and lend a ear to listen and that really started our relationship from there. So fast forward to August, I checked in with Jane to see how her summer was going and if she was still interested in public accounting. So these little check-ins are how I kind of kept our relationship alive. So Jane replied that she was still interested in making the jump to public accounting and, you know, still interested in the position. So I invited her to an event in our Philadelphia office where she had the opportunity to meet some of our Eisner Amper employees and learn about our service lines in a more informal setting than necessarily interviewing right off the bat. So Jane accepted my invitation and we continued chatting and getting to know each other when we saw each other there. So then fast forward to October. I checked in once more and offered Jane an opportunity to come interview for a position with us at Eisner Amper. I reflected and determined that Jane would make a great addition to our group and would help our team grow in Philadelphia. So that was the value add to both of us. And then as of November, so last month, Jane is currently an employee of Eisner Amper and is doing great. You know, she's super happy. We're super happy to have her. So it took me about six months of developing and cultivating that relationship before Jane and I could add any value to each other. But I'm really glad I stuck with it because she's amazing. She's great. Everyone is super happy. So it just proves that being patient is really key mm-hmm. and you know, waiting it out is super important sometimes. And that checked off all five boxes that you mentioned earlier. Absolutely. Um, I know you're heavily involved with Friends of the Firm. What's going on there? Well, we always have things going on in Friends of the Firm. We keep ourselves very busy in Krumah and I. So oh. we've had an extremely successful year, not to overwhelm you with numbers, but our number of placements and statistics have increased by over 300% in one year. So. We are super proud of that, and it hasn't come without some hard work. Other than that, and Kroom and I are looking forward to helping even more members secure their dream jobs in 2020, so we're super excited for that. But other new stuff, uh, we have a lot of events in Friends of the Firm. These events stem from presentations about hot topics to general networking to um, CFO roundtables, so we have a lot of variety in our programs. We try to host them every month or every other month, depending on, you know, schedules. When it's the holidays, there's a lot of holiday parties and stuff happening this time of year, so this has been a busy month for us. If you're interested in a future event or, you know, joining Friends of the Firm or just, you know, networking with us in any of these things, feel free to reach out to Nkrumah and I. Our information is on the Friends of the Firm website. You can find that at eisneramper.com slash FOF. We're excited to have you and we're excited to keep moving and grooving in 2020. Great, great. And get out to one of those guys' events because uh, they are they are fun and they could lead to that, uh, that dream job that Isabella mentioned. Well, Isabella, thanks for your time and this valuable information. Dave, thanks so much for having me. And thank you for listening to the Friends of the Firm podcast as part of the Eisner Amper podcast series. Visit EisnerAmper.com for more information on this and a host of other topics. And join us for our next Eisner Amper podcast when we get down to business.